In an ever-changing world, there is a demand for a voice which echoes the thoughts and yearnings of the common man. That voice comes with truth. It's a voice of justice and ultimately a voice of holds peace. The voice is building bridges, your radio advocacy platform aimed at building trust and fostering peaceful coexistence among communities, ethnicities and groups. Building Bridges comes up every Wednesday, 11 a.m. to 11.45 a.m. on J11.9 FM, an initiative of Take and Peace Desk with support by Bread for the World. Good morning to you out there in the city of Jos. Like we will always say, good morning, Plateau State. Good morning, Jos. Good morning, Nigeria. The program is Building Bridges, brought to you f- by Tekan Peace with support from Bread for the World. Um, my name is John Red. And as always, we, we bring your way interesting issues, issues that has to do with our development as a people. And yes, like we always say, it is your number one radio advocacy program. Now we advocate for peace, we advocate for justice, we advocate for social development, and yes, we advocate for good governance. And we cannot talk about good governance without electoral processes and electoral um, reforms as we will have them. It has been uh, on the line of discussions um, in and out that our electoral processes have to go through some rejigging, has to go through some reformations. And yes, the conversation has been about electoral reforms. And um, last week we had the same discussion. We we, we we had the same discussion on electoral reforms. And we had Mr. Santos Ayubal Arab Tongshan who was able to do uh, a good job on that. However, we couldn't finish and we deemed it fit to bring him back again to wrap up the conversations. Good morning, sir. Uh, good morning, Plato. Good morning, listener. And thank you for having me. Yes, good to have you back. Now, however, before we go on to program, we, as we are aware, we have a new uh, corner. I mean, it's been going on for almost a month now, over a month now. It's called the Public Interest Corner. And on our Public Interest Corner today, we will be looking at the extension of the national, um, the NIN um, uh, registration. Now, the the, the NIMCF, um elongated i mean has extended the the period of the registration to the 26th of um of july 2021 now questions kept uh coming up from that now if we have a a very very interesting um um uh, sector like that like registrations what are the benefits of the registration first for individuals and also for government now what we're looking at here is that um, has the NIN over time achieved its um, 
goal or its purpose that which it has been set off um, set up for because we are aware that um the NIMC came and we're bringing about we're coming with the nin simply because we want to tackle insecurity now have lines been tracked how many lines have been registered in nigeria do we even have the full statistics now has this been able to solve the issue of insecurity to to a degree now that's one thing we should also look out for now other concerns coming from the public is that there are aged personalities aged people who cannot um go and start queuing for nin numbers what happens to them however um we are aware that telecommunication networks have made it um easier that you should register from the comfort of your homes however there are still two there are still challenges and on our public interest corner we want to ask are we putting the card before the horse is nin going to solve insecurity or is this just um another uh activity to put people um working as a civil society organization as a faith-based organization also as as as, as interested um as an interested organization we are calling that okay look these things can be done continuously this thing can be done continuously we should be able to look out for 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 for, for public interest first rather than uh, th- than this and we want to ask that please if um nin should uh should make it in such a way that everybody can register at ease and uh, the, 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 they should also consider the plight of older people you cannot imagine uh, people in their 70 uh, in their 70s in their 80s going out to queue for that well good news is that the um the, the registration has been extended however want to call and ask that is this solving the problem of insecurity or do we still have people um, 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 um insecurity around us because the public interest um, here is that a lot of kidnappings are going on and with numbers that are still not registered nigerians we ask that okay you should also think on this and if you have a comment that you want to drop on this particular issue you can send it through this number 0803795683 just drop a comment about the nin and about what you think uh, and, and about the extension i will be sure to take your messages again we will take a short break from our sponsors when we come back the conversation will go on uh, we will continue keep listening In an ever-changing world, there is a demand for a voice, which echoes the thoughts and yearnings of the common man. That voice comes with truth. It's a voice of justice, and ultimately, the voice upholds peace. The Voice is Building Bridges, your radio advocacy platform aimed at building trust and fostering peaceful coexistence among communities, ethnicities, and groups. Building Bridges comes up every Wednesday, 11 a.m. to 11.45 a.m. on J11.9 FM, an initiative of Take and Peace Desk with support by Bread for the World. Welcome back to the program. It's still building bridges. My name is John Red, and I still have Mr. Santos Ayuba Lara Tonshan, also known as Salt, in the studio. Good morning, sir. Thank you very much. All right. Yes. Um. I I I forgot to mention it while taking the interest public interest corner. That it is interesting to realize that um 57.3 million people have registered um their NINs and with an average of 
three uh, a person having at least three sims and that is um that is to tell us that we have half of Nigeria's population not registering yes of course um when you look at the if you even do just a simple division 57 by 3 you'll find out that of course not up to half of Nigeria not of one third of Nigeria most of us have two lines uh, when you have a phone it has a two sim yes cut area of course so you find out that your base you're supposed to register those two sites with your but again when you look at um, the issues of nim yes i gave you a personal example i did my registration to have an id card national id card yes the first one they did in this country i still have it that's the one i still use okay. we don't lose chart tons of all those things in 2017 today we're in 2021 my card is not ready I only have a temporary slip. I have a I have a permanent one that that's expired last year. Yes, uh of course as, as a national ID card is not supposed to be expired. But again the other window that you also look at is if people have BVNs and your BVN tracks you and you have a registration with your bank, once you have an account number, are you supposed to they're supposed to synergize with telecommunication industry, service providers, MTN, Airtel and global etisalad and the rest so once you have a number and then you also update your sim with them name national nimsi is supposed to synergize with them and then compare notes and reduce the stress but when you find people who are unfit to occupy those kind of serious office that should generate a data for a country mm-hmm. and you also have people who their minds are driven and they are pulled by the rents they would get from it they keep changing the terms extending the terms so that they steal the collective wealth of the people true i see no reason why this should be a difficult process it should be a continuous process yeah. it should be a continuous it should just be a matter of collecting data so that we know how many we are in this country once you don't have a data there will be no base and once you don't have a database of course we are just roving in the bush and right. that is the problem of nigeria you can't plan without data true and uh, you have an, a, an industry that is supposed to capture people so that you know those who are Nigerians those who are resident those who are also Nigerians by change of nationality and the rest yes which also goes with what you have in the constitution but again you see clearly that most people that are fit in those office given those office are unfit all right so let's drive our conversation back to where we left off last week yeah. i'm aware that um the conversation left us in a place uh, at some point where we were trying to realize um, to ask why um the reforms uh, the electoral reform bills um uh, the re- electoral reform bills hasn't been signed yet and are there updates that need to be done on the reformation and again the the, the, the conversation is that there are new polling uh, units now trying to come up so let's take off from there yeah um i'm glad that you're also going back to uh where it wasn't actually where we stopped but again it's got good for the reflection yes uh once you talk about not signing and then you're asking whether there should be an upgrade of what was placed by mr yes of course the president like last week i said three times he was given this bill the document by the national assembly for him to append his signature so that it becomes a bill and you find out that these three times that we're talking about we're talking about march september and in december again the national assembly has a right 60 days when a bill is placed before you as a president to sign it or they veto it 
But again, where you find out that the National Assembly is not also exhibiting and expressing its own powers as a legislative arm in every democracy. The strongest arm of every democracy is the National Assembly, is the legislature. And once you have people who are in the legislature and they are carried away either by party lines or they are carried away by their religious sentiments or they are carried away by their regional sentiments or they are carried away because they cannot handle the duty to which they are given the rights to do. If you are a Senate president, you should know that that position goes with responsibilities, not only to members of Senate, but also to the National Assembly as a whole. Because when you have a joint session, the Senate president sits as the leader he presides. Yes. And you find out that if you're given a very serious tax, you sought for that office. Your party sought for that office. Until date, a Senate president would tell you, I know I mentioned it in one of my conversations with you, yes. that anything that the president brings before the Senate would be passed. That again shows disrespect to Nigerians. It shows disrespect to his constituents and so on. The second question that you asked about an upgrade, of course, even as of today, you find out that I said it's a continuous process. There's no way you have a perfect document. No. But again, you should have a document that, of course, people identified some gaps. And those gaps, as the lawyers will call it in the Latin maxim, the lacunas, Lacun. or lacunae, you find out that, of course, they are supposed to be filled. Where you have those gaps, you should also create bridges for people to also cross over. Because, like I said, for you to have what you call a quality template for a democracy, you must have the entry point, which is like the Bible, the Quran, of the religious bodies. The Electoral Act is a serious document. But again, because it's also in the Constitution, you find out that, yes, you're talking about an amendment of the Electoral Act. Then you see the contradiction again. They're talking about a constitutional amendment, amendment, and then you're talking about the Electoral Act amendment. Is the Senate removing the Electoral Act as a solid document. But again, it has already started, INEC, with what we're talking about, the aspect of increasing. And I am glad that today, even on one of your one of the programs here, I think it's the morning program, yes. that the number in terms of its unbalanced nature, yes. Northwest compared to Southwest, Southwest, Southeast, not Central as Middle Belt, Northeast. And when you put across the Niger, you find out that you have more pooling units. Where is the balance in terms of the equity that we're talking about? Where is the balance in terms of the regions? You see, it's the same thing that we go back to almost at every time. So when I say to people, look, there are certain things that should be readjusted, that should be restructured. And if you come to the political window, you see so many of them, a myriad of them. If you go to the economic, you see a myriad of them. If you go to the social, cultural, you see a myriad of them. True. And that is why you call a place where you find people of different callings as a society. But you cannot just be picking. Even when you come to the military estate, you see that there is a serious need for a restructuring of that industry, the health, health aspect. So for me, yes, the Electoral Act, there are areas that need upgrade. But with the pooling units now, this was done last 25 years ago. Yes. That it's done now. We should also be mindful and open our eyes. Nigerians should open their eyes because it is also a point of manipulation. When you change voting centers to pooling units, you've increased the number of votes, votes that should be to that place. A voting center before now in the last election was 200 and they created it for what they did in terms of the region of the elections. Because the, 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 the conversation 
has it that the the statistics that were drawn out i mean that were that, that were gathered after the last election where we are more than the number of registered voters and it is based on that statistics that more polling units are being created or more voting centers are being created now there seems to be a foul play i mean uh, from the civil society p- perspective seems to be a foul play from that uh, statistics because you cannot work with the statistics that is said or that has been uh, purported to be more than the number of registered voters and using the same statistics to create new polling units. Yeah, let me bring you back. The President Einek Chair and his team created 52,000 polling units, converted the voting units into 52,000 polling units. units now. If you add it to the 120 appropriate figure rounded up, as in because it's 1,109,978 yes. polling units. And what I was saying is that once you have a voting center, Nigerians should reflect their minds. We are mostly amnesic with our history. At what point did they create the voting centers? Where did they place the voting centers? Some in mocks, some in churches, some in traditional institutions, as in the palaces of chiefs and the rest. Yes. Were they equitably distributed? No. Where were they Placing, why were they placing these places in those institutions? Because there were restrictions to how many people can access it. Yes. Now that you've created 52,000 polling units, begin to add up 52,000 units times, say, the difference between the voting unit times 500. Because the minimum of a polling unit should be 500 persons. Multiply it by that and then compare it with the population of Nigerians and the people who are in the voting class, 18 upwards, you will find out that this is also a lens of rigging for the next election. And not until Nigerians open their eyes and drop the scales from their eyes. This is also part of what I always tell people is a vicious circle of rigging. It starts with the issues of the polling units. units. And once you don't get it right, how many Nigerians know where those polling units are located? For instance, in Plateau, how many Nigerians know which of the zones where you don't have access to monitor elections? That's where you have most of the polling units created. And I tell people, you need to open your eyes and you also need to be a part and parcel of these processes. Once you miss out on what they're doing, you see how it comes in. The second one is the one that started yesterday by INEC yes. about the online registration. As much as, yes, you can give them a part on the back that, yes, what we mentioned at the last sitting here... Yes was about diaspora voting. Yes, they've opened the window for diasporians to come in. But again, with the COVID issues, can you travel as we used to travel before? No. No. And it is a window of about 14 days because this terminates, the online registration terminates in the next two weeks. By the 19th of next month? No, 14th or 19th of next month? No, 19th of next month. They start the on-site registration. Again, Nigerians should watch out because as it is, just as at yesterday alone, Based on Channel's uh, report, over 52,000 people had opened an address on the cvr.ng.org, cvrinec.org. So what we're saying here is that we should lift ourselves and lift the veil of our faces. That is not all about saying that now INEC is doing, they're not doing the right thing at the right time. Because what they're doing now, they never told Nigerians they were going to do online registration. 
they said they were going to start CVR on the 28th. And then on the 27th, they said they were doing electronic registration, as good as it is. But again, Nigerians should watch. Once you don't disclose information ahead of time, you cannot you just suspicion. Exactly. Now, 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 in Plato State, we have um, uh, at least at least two thousand three hundred and fifty-eight new voting uh, centers. Voting centers, yeah. and from the report, what's the allocation? Now that's where, where, where I want to get us to because yeah. I next said um, the, the, the former the, the, the old, older polling units somewhere designated in churches and mosques, and this time around they are pulling them away yeah. from those centers. Yeah. Now um, where are the question is where are they going to place those ones? Because uh, I'm aware that most polling centers in Nigeria are either um, public offices or primary schools, um, sometimes hospitals or places like that. Now. We don't have enough of this in, 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 in Nigeria. One thing you should also get is when the voting centers were created last, before the last elections, in 2018, 2019. Yes. Why were they created? Because of conflicts and displacements. Yes. People were in internally displaced camps. Most of these people are now in Plateau. They are now in Kaduna. They are now in Abuja. They've, resettled in they've moved and they've resettled in other states. And yet you're creating more of those voting centers into polling units in the northwest in the northeast is it fair is it right it's not more of these centers should be created on the basis of the movements if we had had a census you would have seen the population of plateau more than what it used to be as at 2006 so if people who were displaced in northeast adamawa in taraba in bauchi in gombe the northeast and they came to plateau and the voting centers you created there you converted them into pulling units over there is INEC right no because uh, those places correct people have resettled resettled. and the populations here have increased correct so what was the data they used in terms of converting that they would have waited for the MPC elections but this man is in a hurry because of course he's a paid and a hireling all right. So maybe what we will do on this program, I will try to see if we can reach out to INEC to to to, to be able to have them clear their own position on. This There's matter. no position to clear, because sincerely, these are questions they can't answer. Because if I was displaced from my a, my place of settlement yes. A, yeah. and I was displaced to B, and you're creating the voting center you created for me, penultimate the election in 2019, in my village of A, and now I'm in village B. And yet the voting centers, the polling units in village B, B are nowhere compared to the voting units, to the polling units in village A, village where is, I left. Village, Am is, I still in village A? It still exists. Correct. Right. So why would you allow that window? It is again a window possibly for region. So that means it should be a question of reducing polling units, not Correct. adding more. Correct. All right. So actually you went ahead of me, I mean, I mean in the conversation because you talked about census because I had I had two, I had three things packed here. Uh, while we were talking, I, I came up with uh, the issue of, um, uh, first, is it constitutional review or electoral review side by side? Which one should come first? And again, in, in the course of our conversation, I realized that census is a very, very major criteria. And in the, in, in the last 20 years, we've not had census. I think the last census was 2006. 2006. And we're in 2021. Um, 2006. 15 years. 15 years, we've not had a, a census in Nigeria. And that helps a government in planning. Now, not to go into census, but again, your personal opinion constitution review? Or electoral review, which one comes first? Which one do you think should come first? 
All of them. The constitution is the major, is the magnus opus of a country. It's the major document of a country. So if you want to place them ahead of each other, this thing is not magic. The constitutional review should come because the electoral act is embedded in the constitution. We, ha- we, so, we, we, we had an exercise of, 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 of that, that. That was a charade. That, that, that couldn't hold. That was a charade for those who came on that exercise and the Senate for them to eat our collective wealth. It wasn't as if they meant it. And I raised the question here when I was asked, when the Deputy Senate President said that by July, that was in May. Yes. Today we are entering July by God's grace tomorrow. And I said this thing was not feasible. Are we not in July? If we're in July and they've not given Nigerians, they've not called for what you call a presentation of what has been done by the various so-called committees to a public hearing for Nigerians to now also attend the public hearing and say, no, in my place, we said this, we did this. We didn't have the opportunity. We didn't have the time to do it. Plateau was a case study. When they came here, they only spent three hours. I was there. And the three hours they spent, they didn't come the second day. They didn't come the second day. Yes. So why did they leave? And Plateau people kept quiet. And monies were budgeted. Correct. So have they refunded such monies? That's to show you that their major attraction was how to steal our collective wealth, our money. All right. Now, like you asked, the constitution is important. Very, very. And if you review the constitution, it also creates way, once it is accepted and signed, it creates way for the reviews of the electoral act. Because there was no way you were going to do the constitutional review outside the electoral review, outside the constitution. No. So most of the presentations that were met, made at those so-called hearings included... Now it is a window that is given to INEC. INEC goes ahead to be implementing things, which, of course, they had people talking about, but in the wrong way. Because you don't implement just from the mindset of the so-called commissioners of INEC or the resident electoral commissioners. Because the resident electoral commissioners are appointed by governors. Yes. So, for God's sake, is Nigeria just structured by two parties? Again, let me, let me, let me also um, um, say this, that um, a lot of Nigerians are crying foul because some of these resistant um, uh, electoral, uh, I mean, some of these INEC commissioners have been said to be uh, partisan politicians in, in, in different political parties. And that's a question for another day, or that's a conversation for another day. Now, to let our public be part of, to let, to let you, I mean, listen, be part of this program, you can call the number 90 You can also call 0 Nine zero nine eight eight four eight eight four eight. Let's get your thoughts on what we've been discussing. Please, as you call, make sure that the volume of your radio set is down, straight to the point. Give us your name and give us where you're calling from. I will be glad to take your inputs. The program is still building bridges. We have a caller calling in. Hello, good morning. Uh, good morning. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Yes, let's get your my brother, the problem we're having in Nigeria today, you understand? Without the president signing that that electoral deal, you understand? We can never get any election right in this country. That's the truth of the matter. But you know, the agenda of the leading party, they say they still have 53 years to rule Nigeria. And they know that, you know, when you are ruling people, for finance and many things. A mood of this in the market is 1,000 naira of today, compared with the foreign rights. Then, and insecurity all over the country. But you still want to rule the people for more than 
50 something years more. Let me tell you, how can they make it? The two manipulating the election. You understand? If they cannot manipulate election results or manipulate our election, honestly speaking, this is even the many months or, or years in them, they cannot finish it. Because things are hard. And they don't want us to tell them the truth. Let them sign that deal. Let's be sure that to prove to people that they really want to stay in that power. God bless you, my people. Thank you very much, my brother. Thank you very much for that. Yes, you can be part of the program, like I've said, by calling the numbers of 090-556-6699. We have another call coming in. Hello, good morning. Hello, Mr. John. Good morning. Good morning, Madam Queen. Yes, Madam Queen from Abatua. And to good morning you. to your guests in the studio. You see, I don't believe anything. This registration and this uh, 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 pulling unit, yes. I don't believe in any exercise. Even from their, their, their uh, activation of uh, membership of the registration, I don't believe anything. You know, this government that believes, they say they will rule us for 100 years. And they want to make sure that they put themselves in power. And we, the people, we should do everything that is within our power also to ensure that this government does not come back. And any youth that will even carry their hands to vote for this government is going to be a big shame to them because Mr. President has come out openly to say that there is no work anywhere in this country. And these are the same people that have said that they, were, they are listening to how many are under Nigeria every year eh, eh, from poverty. And they end up giving even the encouragement is, is not even there. And they want to they say that now their party is very, very popular when they are manipulating people to join their party to make sure that they, they, they win elections by hook or coup. We the people we will rise up against every imagination, every every gang up against us to put us in this enslavery against we will never accept it. Thank you. Thank you very much, Madam Queen. Thank you very much, Madam Queen, for that impute. Now, there seems to be public apathy about a lot of this, uh, uh, I mean, about a lot of government uh, approaches. We have another caller coming. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Good morning, my presenter. Good morning, yes. You know the drills? Yeah, I'm Shamaki from Bukuloko, the boss of the Matis. Shamaki, what's your name? I'm to your guest. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. Yeah, issue, issue about, uh, I will tell you of uh, this national institution issue. My question I want to know, has that solved our security in this country? To me, at my best knowledge, the increase has continued to increase. The increase going to have continued to increase. The reason is because the government are not concerned behind this for it. I, I want to tell you, in as much they said arrested Kano Wanko, I mean Kano, this guy that was arrested yesterday, Namdikano. Well, that, will not, that will not even stop in security in this country. We must be honest to ourselves. Now, can you tell me that has this mean, has the British of doing our census? No. Until, you see, in, in our country, people have a sincerity government trying to bring it together. When the government cannot bring leaders or the people who are constantly able to move, and you expect it to stop, 
Only this thing can solve the issue of security. One. All right. This agitation is for agitation. Let me tell you, this kind of arrests will not stop anything. Thank because you very much. There's a little agitation from people because of yes, because of people uh, are feeling uh, aggrieved. Many regions are aggrieved. You cannot think of. Niger is aggrieved now. Now I think they have only one week now to start striking. All right. Thank you. Voice of analysis. Thank you, you very much. The Yoruba, the Southwest. Are you getting it? Voice of the masses, thank you very much. I think we are yes, very lucky. The South West is not agitated too. They did our nation. Okay. And they are going to start on the 3rd of, uh, 3rd of uh, July. All right. So, voice of the masses, I have to I have to cut you down at this point. Yes, because we are talking about the constitutional review and other issues. Yes, and I, and I, I will assure you that on other platforms or on on, on other editions, we we'll be able to talk about the 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 issues about the different regions of the country. But on this program, we're trying to streamline it to to the electoral reforms and probably constitutional review. Hello. Good morning. Hello, good morning, uh, Jonas and your guest. It's, uh, it's uh, Radio Mama. I don't know, calling for it, yeah? Glad to have you, Radio Mama. Thank you very much. Um, your guest has done a very sound analysis about this polling anything, you know? But to me now, I don't, I don't want to bug myself about that. My concern is the electoral deal, whatever it's called. Yes. Let the National Assembly sign, get it signed into law. That will help us. National Assembly is a problem. I think I watched uh, the other on the television. He's promised us that before they go on the break or whatever in July, that that, that will be fixed. I hope that will be done. Then the next thing again is restructuring and devolution of power. If those two things are done alongside the constitution, if they do that constitutional review and get these things done, to make governors to now think outside the box and stop going uh, to abuse the collection. Now there's, there's no money to even collect again. There's a big problem. It's not. It's a little unfortunate. Because this idea of the uh, governors defecting and they come out on the television and telling us that it's because they, they, they are not uh, in the center, so they are not, uh, I mean, no development coming to them. And I like to see what happens after all. Whether, whether the insecurity, whether the bandits, they stop killing people. After in Katrina, they are still killing people. It's, it's really a big shame. What kind of democracy are we running? Thank you very much, Radio Mama, for your input. Now you can you can you can feel the pause that a lot of people are are calling for restructuring again we are now having issues of dissolution of power again now people are now pointing it back to 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 to, to the leaders i mean those who are the campaign from one party to the other and the promises that kept coming before elections were that we are going to do this we are going to do this not that with the government support now we'll keep having these conversations now um let's get this call hello good morning hello good morning hello. Good morning, sir. Good morning, yes. You know the drills, your name and where you're calling us from. I'm Ezekiel Issa calling from Mongu. Ezekiel Issa from Mongu. Let's get your thoughts quickly. Yeah, I followed your discussion very seriously and I just want to talk on the issue of this electoral whatever. Reforms. The biggest problem we're having at the moment can be seen in the last ATC primary that was conducted on the plateau. Up to and up to this minute, the results of the election have not been produced. Rather, we are receiving calls for people to go to the tribunal to set up to give their complaints to those tribunals. What are you supposed to present to the people first? Is it not the result for the people to see the people that have been matched before you begin to call for any grievances and complaints to be received? 
So I think we are beginning to see 2023 already being displayed on the plateau. Thank you. That's my testimony. Thank you very much, Ezekiel, for that contribution. Glad to have you on this program. Now, that's Ezekiel talking about internal democracy as regards to selection process of, I mean, during the last primary. By yeah, let, let, let me quickly bring our minds up to speed as to all the callers. Uh, for Jude, he saw the issues of manipulation. Yes. As for Queen, the Abattoir Queen, as yes. in, as the, as the, she is also a strong voice on radio with Radio Mama. Uh, she was talking about the lack of belief in everything that is happen, happening in, in this country. And then for Shamaki, he's talking about the masses. I would relate this to what Radio Mama said. It's not about getting the electoral act signed. It is about getting things done rightly. If you look at manipulation, if you look at your lack of belief, it won't stop the process. What will stop the process is the masses. That is why when the last caller, Shamaki Voice of the Masses, said, yes. it is how do we mobilize ourselves to stop all of these manipulations? There are strategies to it. Each one of us has a representative in the National Assembly. What you should do is to get your representative to come and address you. It's not all about the president alone. It's not all about a governor. It is about those who claim to be representing you in the legislature, which stands as the strongest arm of any democracy. But we're in a civil rule. We're not in a democracy because the variables of a democracy is not seen closely. So if today we lament and lament and lament, it will not be different from the lamentations of the Israelites when they were there in the wilderness. So the Let is, us assume we are also in the wilderness. It is also the wilderness experience that should take us out of the wilderness. True. And as it is, I feel bad when Nigerians who have the power and are ceding it to these people, we are going back into self-worship of people who don't earn our worship. God only earns our worship. And I tell people, for as long as you don't know the value of your cart... So what it means is that still, as much as INEC wants to do their own game, go out and register. As much as they think they can use voting centers that they've created more in some areas, let us see how it will yield results if we mandate protect. And mandate protection in itself is for you not to involve in violence, but for you to stand and make sure that results are counted at the polling units. And once they are declared at the polling units, it gets to the ward the World Coalition Center. There is no fight. If you see fights coming out, it's because of our partisanness. And that is why the guy who, Ezekiel, who spoke from Mango, yes. as much as I am not a member of your party, but it's quite unfortunate because it has affected Plateau people. They have deliberately delayed the elections into what you call the local governments. Yes. Because it affects everyone. Yes. And once it is delayed, what they want to do now is to see their hand-picked guys and give them as transition so that they would also facilitate the rigging that will come in 2023. Because it's two years by the laws of the land for House of Assembly, uh, for local government chairman. So why would you delay? And then it, Fabian Antun is a disappointment as a chairman of INEC. Because you cannot bring out timetable and then at just the calling of one party, you stop other parties from sending in their candidates and running an election. You don't do things like that. All right. So let me let me ask this question. Okay, before I do that, before I do that, we've had a persistent caller. And please, let's get this call. Hello, please. Um, you have just a minute. Hello, good morning. Yeah, hello, good morning. Please, you have just 30 seconds. I had to pick your call because it's been person. Okay. Uh, my name is Felix. I'm calling from uh, Hoshi. Felix. Yes, you see... Under the structure we are, 
even what your analyst is uh, uh, emphasizing there, it will not work because democracy is a game of number. We know the masses have the voice, but they have closed our voice using representatives. When a, your representative is a serious minority, they get back to the house to vote for the amendment of constitution. And those who have the largest part, imagine Jigawa State having more representatives in the House of uh, Representatives, more than Plateau and Benue put together. So how do you speak to your, your representative or your representative coming to speak to you when it's a serious minority, even in the House? All right. Thank you very much, Feli, for that contribution. Yeah. I think that's, that's much we can take. Now, uh, Mr. Santos, while we're going on, you know, I wanted to ask you, how do you call these members to... No course, yes. Uh, how do you call these members to 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 to, to come and answer? Because we know uh, we are one of the methods is town hall meetings, and sometimes you get to call these people and you don't come. Now he he's saying it's a game of numbers again. How do you call these people back? When you talk about a game of numbers, let him listen to himself. He said the numbers are in the hands of the masses. If the masses allow themselves to be manipulated, it will get to a point where they would see that such manipulations. They are the ones who have conspired to manipulate themselves. You cannot sit and think that by falling back, things will change. If you sleep in your house because God will provide food for you, tell me if you don't die after three days. Don't move out of your house and go in search. You don't know where God is providing that food. So when we talk about the issues of being a minority, if you go to House of Reps or Senate, in Senate, each state has three three. Three. So nobody is a minority in Senate. Then you do not understand the place of lobbying when it comes to political rigmaroulings. Because lobbying in itself, there are certain things that affect a Senate or a House of Reps member in Jigawa that affects someone here in Plateau. If you take poverty, does it affect only Plateau people? It affects more than 90, 90 million Nigerians. And those 90 million Nigerians are scattered all over this country with a territory called Nigeria. So if you sit down and think that those people that you elected can go there and then just be lying back and you cannot recall them, it is not their problem, it's your problem. If you allow them to be manipulated by the backs they get over there, then it wasn't their fault. It's your fault for electing incapable people to go and represent you. So for me, I tell people, it's not about the lamentations. That you're lamenting that Jigawa has so-so-so numbers. Is it about numbers or is it about quality? I would rather have two quality persons or one quality person than to have one million quantity persons who are unqualified. Because once you look at the aspect, your best bet is to have quantity and quality. But where you must choose between quantity and quality, you should choose quality, even if it's one person. Because his voice in that place would protect you than having the numbers. But the truth about it is that we are the ones who are conspiring with these people. These are people who, to be fair to some others of them, because to every rule there is an exception, yes. who are qualified to be there, is the fact that we elect mediocres and we expect mediocres to do exceptional things. It has never been done anywhere. So the truth about it is that we either wake up and we wake up to our responsibilities because as electorates, we also have responsibilities. And our responsibility is to make sure that we get these people on their toes and we make sure that they do what we send them there to do, not to go and be collecting animals and then you come back here and you're worshipping them because they call you for one Thanksgiving or else you eat rice in your house for God's sake. All right. The conversation has always been electric with Mr. Santos Ayuba Larab. And you, be, you, you can always attest that time hasn't always been our friend on this program. <laughs> However... 
the conversations will continue as we look at the uh, events that will keep hold, um, unfolding. Now, you've answered our Ask segment. I wanted to go to the Ask segment, but you've answered it. You've done justice to that. Oh, okay. Now, on behalf of the entire staff and management of Tech and Peace Dex, my name is John Red. Thank you very much, Mr. Santos, for coming. Thank you very much, Red, and thank all the listeners and those who even called. Yes. Uh, we need to keep, con- keep on with the conversation. Things will change. You don't know how these things touch others. But I know that things will change in this country. All right. Yeah. Let's do this same time, same station next week, by the grace of God. We are out for now. Um...